Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Who's down with OTV? Who's down with OTV? Who's down with OTV? Podcast One presents Off the Vine with Caitlin Briscoe. Caitlin is creating a space where girls and gents can feel empowered to be themselves. Get ready for lots of laughs, taboo topics, unfiltered advice, and wine. Lots of wine. Get ready to shake things up. Here's Caitlin. How's everyone doing tonight? We're drunk! (laughs) The front row is always so lit. I love it. One girl puked the other night. I was like, okay, okay. Oh, speaking of getting drunk. All right. What? What? Oh, do we need to sit everybody down? Yeah, sorry, guys. We need to sit you guys down. It's okay. Here's here's how it goes. Every single show. Yeah. Every single show, everybody gets hyped, which I love, and then everybody has to sit down. But you know what? Let's just keep it standing and then sit down, because let's introduce my guest. He used to be one of my TV friends, you could say. Somebody I like to finally be able to call a friend. We're here in person on stage for the first time in years. I couldn't be more excited. He's the topless guy you guys all follow on Instagram. He's the host behind the Vile Files. We've got some serious Nick fans in the house. He's the founder of Natural Habits Essentials Oils, who that helped me with my anxiety today, by the way. He is also the bachelor still one of America's most eligible men. I can't wait to see what tonight has in store for us. Please welcome to the stage, Nick Vaughn! What the f***, Blake? Don't I get a song? I fucking try. I tried. Blake's really pissed at me. I don't even get a song. I'm going to have to get you to go back. You need a song to come out to. I tried. Real cool, What's happening? Real cool. It's... Guys. Guys. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Come back. Come back. Rewind. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome I, I gotta say, when you walked out, you had some really great dance moves. I feel like you should be on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> like, what the f***? Wow, Nick, that's never come up before. <laughs> uh, have you been? Oh. It's, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You should do it sometime. Right, I yeah. I mean, I would love to, but there's a whole thing. Did you guys watch Nick on Dancing with the Stars? I... I have a funny story that you actually don't know. Okay, here's my story. So I moved into this house in Nashville three years ago. And I'm there, and I'm like, look at me living in this nice little rural neighborhood. I'm just chilling. All my neighbors are retired. I really have no business being here. And I, I mean, Rosemary, my, my neighbor, is probably listening to this podcast. So Rosemary, do not take this to heart. But... She, she doesn't realize that she's living beside me, who she watched on TV, until four months in. So four months in, 
she's like realizes and she she comes over and she rings the doorbell and she has half um used soaps and half eaten dog treats and the soaps are from christmas it's february and she goes well that's my program you know it's the bachelor's my program and i'm like well nice to meet you too i've been here for four months but okay it took you knowing that i was on the show to be a nice neighbor okay so she brings me these half eaten treats and the soap and she walks in my front door and and sean's there and she goes i'm watching nick on dancing with the stars you know I f- love Rosemary. And I was like, <gasps> and then she goes, oh, I'm sorry. Can I not talk about that? She's like 79. What a, what a sweetheart. Rosemary, we Laura love her. Said hi. And then she was like, do you go to church? And I was like, no. Ooh, wow. And then she was like, you should come with me one day. And I was like, great. And that's how I met Rosemary. But she came in and she talked about you the second she walked in my front door about rooting she for sounds, you. She sounds, I mean, I'm biased. I love her, but she kind of sounds like a little bit of a, a bee, you know? Oh, you know no. She, well, she, she just, she, she means she knew well. What she, she knew what she was doing. She, no, I don't think she knew what she was doing. You don't think so? No, she's 79. She just, it's her program. She thinks we're characters. She was trying characters. to save you. Like, no, she thinks we're characters on a show, uh, not true. real people. And now fast forward to three years later, I'll like do an Instagram story. I'll be like, Rosemary, can you take out my garbage? Because I'm not home tomorrow. And she does. She does. She's a great neighbor. Anyways, give it up for Nick, everybody. You should do an Instagram <laughs> series with Rosemary. Wait, what? You should do like an Instagram series with Rosemary, like questions with Rosemary. You little content creator of our generation. That's what I would do if I lived next to Rosemary. That's actually a great idea. I have thought about having her on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Stories she, by Rosemary. And she doesn't, she told me, she said, Caitlin, you come over one day, we'll have wine and I'll tell you stories. And I'm like, I would actually like to hear what yeah. kind of stories They're Rosemary probably pretty has. good. Um, so anyways, hi everybody. I just want to thank you all for coming here. Um, I'd like to thank the Popsicle Sticks with Nick's head on them for, for being I so creative. I can't see you, but I love you very much. We are, we are going to have a lot of fun tonight. We've got some questions for Nick. We've got some funny things to discuss. We've got some confessions to confess. Um, we've got games to play. It's going to be a really fun night. Buckle up. Girl on the phone in the front seat here if you'd like to pay attention. Up here. Yep. I'm totally joking. <laughs> Listen, she's on her phone a lot too. I, d- I am. Don't, no judgment. <laughs> I'm no. totally. It's one of my favorite things to do, like heckle people, because then it makes me feel like I'm like a comedian. I'm like, ah, oh, you're in the front. Or like if people go to the bathroom, I'm like, ah, oh, am I boring you? Because I think I'm funny. Anyways, I think we need to clear the air real quick. Nick, you chirped Blake a little bit on the internet for. for I've been hard on Blake. A little bit. A little bit. Nick was a little bit hard on Blake, but but was it out of um, out of love? Uh, I would say it was out of love. Yeah. Yeah. I I I will say that um, you know as you as you know yeah. having a podcast and, and we are on the franchise you you give your opinion and just because you don't necessarily agree with someone or you even like what they did doesn't mean you don't like him as a human being. It's true. Um, so, yeah. Was I tough on Blake about his time on um, Paradise? Sure. But I think he's lovely. Yeah. Um, he is we've lovely. All, listen, I mean, I, we've all made mistakes. You have made mistakes on that show. You have said things that you wish you could take back. I know I certainly have. Um, I don't want to speak for you. Um, <laughs> I'm like, baby. 
Maybe you have. I don't. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. I now certainly have made mistakes. mistakes. We um, all make mistakes. So, but I was. That, yeah, I was definitely tough on Blake. I have a question. Blake, do you feel like you made mistakes? I mean, yes, I have made mistakes. Clearly, stagecoach was. <laughs> I don't know if you guys not, heard. Blake, are you going back to stagecoach? Yes, I'm f-ing going back Hell to stagecoach. Yeah, he is. And has I'm not going to let people slut shame me into not has, going to a music festival. Stage I will go to that music festival every year now. Blake, are, as as someone who does care about using human being and wants you to have unlimited success, are they paying you a buttload of money? Yes, I will not disclose. They should be. The, uh, I will not disclose the also, amount you, of money. You should have like a security. You, I would give all that money back to not go through that bullshit that was paradise. Like I would give all of that back. Absolutely. Yay. I really would. I swear to God I would. That's smart because if he had not done that, he'd probably have like three to four hundred more thousand followers mm-hmm. and then he would make that in the back end. And then he would have maybe been The Bachelor. Nah. You can't say that. I'm, sure, maybe. but Yeah, like, we all have a chance. But I, I think, sure, but I think they had a lot of, nothing against, but they had a lot of great options from Hannah's season. Okay, but wait. Who was The Bachelor before you? Ben. Yes. And then his girl, JoJo. And then she picked, oh, you're right, they didn't have good options from that season. Well, they, I mean, they did in a sense. They turned out to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> they turned out to be bad. But, like, you know, JoJo's season was very popular. I think they, very they popular. definitely were planning on having Luke. He has kind of proven to everyone they probably made the right call. But yeah. um, he kind of, he, he up like he could it could have been Luke and he uh, he messed it up he, he messed really it did. up and then and then they were kind of like about that but then like, coincidentally people got surprised they liked me on paradise and I was like well it, we'll just make Nick the I bachelor. have to tell you a funny story Blake are you having issues with your mic I dropped oh it works oh we're back oh we're back okay <laughs> funny story about when they I announced Nick as the bachelor so I'm sitting in Canada as I do every August and oh are you guys Canadian Canada people oh I love Thank you for being here. I'm going to just tell myself you flew here all the way from Canada. You don't live here. They yeah. did. Oh, <laughs> they're like, eh. Silent. Yeah, just, like, birds. <laughs> uh, just, just say yes. So, so Nick gets announced as The Bachelor, and I'm talking to one of the executive producers, Elon, who we're all friends with, and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. That's a really funny joke. And it was live. And so they're like, yeah, our bachelor is. And you came out, and I thought they were doing a joke. I thought they, they were... Pre- they actually did it the year before. Yes, that's why I thought. You thought it was just the same joke? It was, I was like, you can't make the same joke two years in a row, Lon. This is stupid. And then he's like, haha, it's funny, right? He actually is. And it took me a second. I was like, wait, Nick's the bachelor? And it really, I think it shocked a lot of people because, I mean, same thing with Ari. Sometimes they don't go with who you think they're going to go with. And you ended up having a really great season. Thank you. I didn't watch. She didn't watch. (laughs) I didn't watch, but I heard it was great. I mean, do you guys have a favorite from his season? Who? Who? Raven. We love Raven. Rachel, obviously. We got a couple Rachels, yeah. If it's not Rachel, you're wrong. Yeah, Rachel and Raven are amazing, in my opinion. Anyways. I still want to find out why they're fighting. Oh, my God. I was going to ask you. Did you guys see? Does anyone on the, know? In the, on the internet, there's some, like, uh, Rachel and Raven have, no, is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah. Demi told me that she found out, but then was drinking and forgot. So that was, like, useless. Um, Wait, who told you that? Demi. 
Well, okay, so we have a question. The question that everybody's screaming and that I'm going to say is, are you dating Demi? No. Okay. Well, then, no, no, not a liar, because I heard you're dating a girl crush that I had from the OC, Rachel Bilson. Who is, like, everybody's, like, girl crush, girl next door, sweetest, and I heard she's like that in person. Can you confirm or deny? The only thing I'll say about Rachel, uh, I did not get to watch her on the OC, but I have heard, like you said, um, I became very aware very quickly after her and I got to know each other of how beloved she was. I'm obsessed. I mean, just kidding. She's okay. Uh, I will say my, my, my personal interactions with Rachel, she uh, far exceeds um, her in person. Wow. And on the show. She's, she's, one of the most, she's one of the most nicest and warm-hearted pers- people. And she's like, she's so normal. Yeah. I picture her being normal. She's more normal than you would even picture her being normal. Like, if you watch the show and I, you know, everyone tells me she's like the girl next door, but she's even more... Of the girl really? next door. And her heart's, her heart's even, like, too big for her own good. Oh, my God, you love her! You love Rachel uh, Bilson! She's a, she's a wonderful person. She, I, will, I will say that. Okay, that's all you're going to tell us? Did you, yeah, did you get you turned on when question. she does her, like, ice cream commercials? Have you guys seen that? Where she, like, bites into the, like, chocolate ice cream? I know you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. She does... What is it? Mag- Magnum? Magnum? Are you sure? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm turning to Google like, um, for this one because I thought that was a condom. Mag- it, it's definitely oh, a condom. It yeah. Magnum ice cream, Rachel Bilson. Oh, your name actually came up when I did search that. That's funny. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's so hot. I even, like, I don't like ice cream and she makes me want ice cream. Look at her just, like, jumping on top of cars, fighting all the popo just to get her little f***ing magnum in her throat. She wants it. She wants the Magnum. Huh. Magnum, there you're right. It was. Anyways. Uh, she's great. Anyway, she's great, I heard. She's I heard really she's great. really great. Uh, so, I mean, as everybody knows, we were on the same season of The Bachelorette. Oh, I haven't seen them all, but one of the best seasons of all time. It I really heard. was. <laughs> Everyone's like, eh. What the f- Guys, like what? We can hear you. We can. We're hear right you. here. We're right here. Uh, we had a really. Well, yeah, we all would love Jason. What does I that just... have to do with Caitlyn's season? Yeah, who? Jason who? has nothing to do with my season. We're gonna get there, but we're at my season. And by the way, I did Nick's podcast too, and I think we like both obsessed over Jason. We did. Yeah. He's very pretty. We were both like, oh, he's so good looking and confident and he has the nicest body. Okay, but Caitlin, too. <laughs> it's so, Blake and I joke every podcast. We're like, I'll literally get out on stage and be like, hey, everybody, thanks for coming. And everyone's like, Jason and Roman. And I'm like. Every show. Every show. I'm like, would you rather them now or at the end where you guys are like a little weird He'll get a little more weird. We could all ask him some weird questions. Like last night, what did we ask him? We asked him who his weirdest fantasy oh, yeah. was ever about. Do you want to know what he said? Super weird, but also a good answer. I was like, what is it, Topanga? 
Um, do you know Topanga? The city? The town? Yes. Yeah, no. Nick. Take Outside a guess. of L.A.? Topanga. You're gonna, Kelly never going to get it. Topanga from Boy Meets World? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's hot. Yeah. yeah. And it she's was, a Bachelor fan. Yeah. Mm. It was um, the Pink Power Ranger. <laughs> That's was, a... That sounds, was his fantasy. That's a fetish. It's, it's, totally. That's definitely a fetish. Because like, there's no face. No, I can't wait. Face. I Kimberly. can't wait till Caitlin's the pink Power oh, Ranger what, next so Halloween. He, he <laughs> liked the girl, not actually the ranger. So it's the girl who played like... Kimberly. I don't know. I don't... So he, he, if he was going to hook up with the pink Power Ranger, she doesn't have her costume on. Ooh, that's a great question. We'll ask him that right? when it comes out. I did. Last night. <laughs> I Amazon Prime that shit ASAP. And they fought crime like it was, I don't know. It was the sexiest crime crime fighting fighting scene scene ever. ever. (laughs) We had a lot of fun. Um, It was hard to get out of that costume, though. It was very sweaty. All right, so I feel like we can all relate to this. Nothing creates holiday stress like searching for the perfect gift. Expectations are high. You don't want to disappoint people. That's why I want to tell you about Dollar Shave Club. They're the guys who deliver amazing razors and grooming products to millions of men and women around the country. This holiday season, they've got winning gifts that the guys in your life will actually use. Their Ultimate Shave gift set is a guaranteed hit with basically everything needed for an amazing shave. It comes with a six-blade razor, four replacement cartridges, exfoliating prep scrub for a close shave, their world-famous shave butter, and post-shave dew to moisturize and help prevent irritation. The guy in your life has never experienced a shave like this before. And new this year, Dollar Shave Club has created something new called the Robloncho. It's a robe, a poncho, and a blanket all in one. It's a Robloncho. It's limited edition loungewear reimagined. Words do not do it justice. You have to check it out. Hopefully Jason is not listening to this, but I really do think the Robloncho is right up his alley. And I might have just got him one this year for Christmas. I can just imagine him in this beautiful robe, poncho, blanket combination, getting that close shave and lounging in the house like the king that he is. Okay, maybe he should listen. That was really nice. Check out Dollar Shaves Club holiday gift selection right now at dollarshaveclub.com slash vine or before December 18th to arrive by the 24th with free shipping. These gift sets are limited and will sell out. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash vine. So anyways, we're on the same season. We have not really spoken in four years. Um, It's been a while. It's been a while. I think it's really nice because I would like to know if anybody out there has had an ex or someone that you have not been able to be friends with, and then you've been friends with them once time goes on. Is that okay? There's only two. There's two of you. I highly recommend it. It's very therapeutic. It's totally normal. Four years later, we do a great podcast on Nick's podcast called The Vile Files. Uh, tea. We just we drank wine and tea, yes. people. No, we drank wine. We spilled tea. Oh, is that how it goes? I don't know. Sorry. I think that's what the people want to hear. That's what the kids are saying. But it was nice. It's cool. It's like we got to like... It was ther- I, I found it therapeutic. I really, I really did. To your point, I think sometimes... Uh, it's it's easy to want to uh, resent your ex or or have reasons, and sometimes you are dating someone who like feels like it's like I have to pick sides, um, and uh, yeah. it, it's very it's very nice to be able to acknowledge and and just remind yourself that while you're both moved on, you're like you know what this is someone who at one point of my life I really thought was pretty great. 
And yeah. it's nice to feel the freedom to continue to feel that way. I, I totally agree with that. And it's like we can all be friends now, and hopefully I can be friends with Rachel when you guys come out to the public. Um, but yeah, it is. It's, it's free. And, and it's funny because, I mean, it's so long ago now. Do you guys even remember that season? <laughs> That, just kidding. That was me fishing. Was they like, never remember? forget. <laughs> you're like, you're like, <laughs> never forget. Like you're like a bad. pro fisherman. You know, I am. Yeah. I am. I know how to fish. I'm like, you guys don't even remember my season, do you? I, I gotta, can I ask you a question, though? Yeah. Because in, in, in regular years, four to five years isn't a long time. But will you admit, because I, I feel the same way, but it's just like we're getting like old. In bachelor years, like, we're f***ing old news. Old. Okay, so Demi was obviously backstage, and I'm sitting there, and I was like, she goes, oh, how much is it for a bottle of your wine? Which is a great time to do a little shameless plug here. Um, which is online, Um Has, has everybody it's, tried it's, the Sweet and really This is Nick's reaction to everything. He drinks it, and it could be the best wine of his life, and he goes, it's, it's nice. Good. It's, good. it's good. It's nice. It's good. It's really nice. It's great. Um, but, <laughs> but Demi was like, oh, this is very drinkable. I really like this wine. And drinkable is a great tagline. It's very drinkable. Hashtag drinkable. And she goes, what's the price point? And I said, oh, I wanted to make it under $20. That's, I like to spend a little over 20, but under 20 is very reasonable. So I said, I made it my birth year, 1985. And she goes, oh, 1995. That's the year I was born. And I was like, no, no, no. that's cute. 80, 85. Yeah. And it made me feel so old because I realized that everybody coming now. Yes, 84. One girl. Yeah, early. Yeah, 84. It was like every, you know that movie um, with, what's his name? Um, Matthew McConaughey when he's like, I keep getting older. Days but the, confused. Yeah, yes. but the girls keep saying the same age. When I first saw that movie, I was like, oh, weird. Now you get now it. Now I'm like, I totally get it. I totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it, too. Jason's like four years younger than me, and I'm like, all Is right, he really? all right, all right. You know what? Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> Thank Good. you. That, that's, a, that's a flex. How, how old is Rachel Bilson? She's 37. Oh. Good for you. Isn't that, are you the same age? No, I'm a little older. What? Um, you 38? Sure. Sure. <laughs> hey, guess what? I heard 40s are the best ages of our lives. I, I've had a, I've had, I've really enjoyed life. You also look 30, so that helps. Thanks, Caitlin. You're welcome. <laughs> See, hey, we're, we're friends now. And you look <laughs> 22. Oh, somebody the other day ID'd me, and I was like, well, how old do you think I look? And she goes, well. Th- wow, you're getting objective here. No, wait, this is funny. It was at a Predators game in, no, it was at a concert in Nashville at the arena, and she goes, well, I know who you are, but you looked a lot younger with brunette hair. <gasps> what a bitch. I was like... Can I say bitch? It's 2019, but that's a bitch comment. No, it's a bitchy thing to it's say. It's a bitchy thing to say, even if and it was, was a dude. I was like, wait, so you already know I'm of age, but you just wanted to throw that little jab in there to tell me I look younger as a brunette. Okay. I have found, in my experience, while I'm sure none of you in the crowd are like this, you're all, you seem very delightful. But very there delightful. seems to be a certain type of Bachelor fan that wants you to know mm. that, in case you were wondering, they want you to know that you don't look the same as you're me. You're not better than me. Yeah. 
Just so you know. I'm not debatable. sure if you're thinking of it, That's but I debatable. want you to know that you're not better than me, so I need to neg you just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I feel, like, I feel like she was doing that. She, she was. And to be fair, she was brunette, and she looked great. Very nice of you. Yeah. Very, you overcame. And that's what I said to her. I said, oh, I get it, because you're brunette and you're beautiful. And then I think she felt stupid, and that was my goal. That was a nice, smart. Because <laughs> I'm passive-aggressive that like that. Great. Do you think that's passive-aggressive? I think that's a great, you couldn't have handled that better. Well, I didn't mean it, though. Doesn't matter. And, okay. not, and, and that moment, as long as she didn't know. Yeah, then that's okay. Then you win. Yeah. You won. Um, she felt like an asshole. Did you know for a second I forgot what city I was in because I've been doing this for only... I, I act like I'm like on tour like a rock star. I'm like, where am I? <laughs> Caitlin, it's your... Like, You're the best city. Detroit! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, give it up, Detroit! No, just kidding. L.A. <laughs> Are you guys... And I'm happy to call L.A. home at this point in my life. Yes, this is your home. Also and- Chicago, also Milwaukee. You know, I gotta say, I'm really getting drunk off your wine. It's... It- you up. It's the weirdest thing. Very drinkable. It's very drinkable, and um, Jason's mom likes to say it gives you a good brist over, which is a hangover from me. But I will say, you lived in Milwaukee, or out, just outside of Milwaukee. I, lived, That's where you I grew, grew up. up outside of Milwaukee, and then I grew up, and then I lived in Milwaukee. And You're I, one of 11 children, am I right? Indeed, yeah. How is Thanksgiving for you? Uh, historically loud. Loud? Okay. Um... I'm quite looking forward to this uh, uh, Thanksgiving. Why? It's my mom's birthday Aww. on Thanksgiving. She's such a sweetheart. She is Happy a gem. Birthday, and mom. I will say my mom, as you can imagine, being the mother of 11 kids, has my, most of my life been one of the most selfless people I've ever met. She's but amazing. Good for her and her, as she gets older, has, be, has learned, and this is a weird thing to say, but has learned to become more selfish in a positive way. And I feel like some people are just so selfless. So for her birthday this year... What are you doing? She has asked that we do not celebrate Thanksgiving because she wants it to be about her, which I think is great. Yes. I, think, I think that's well-deserved for someone who's given birth to 11 kids. And, and while I love all my siblings, I'm quite looking forward. I also, I'm probably, I'm, uh, don't comment and don't hate me, but I think the Thanksgiving meal in general, while I love the holiday, is a whole overrated meal. It's, I'm sorry, I, I do. Okay, I agree. If it's a, if, listen, if Thanksgiving yeah. is about Thanksgiving and indulgence, yeah. there's a lot of things I'd rather eat than turkey. Right? Mash, it's just, it's a, it's a peasant meat. It's fine. It's totally it's fine. fine. I would rather have pizza or steak. So, on Thanksgiving, and because we're not celebrating Thanksgiving, we're going to make homemade pizza together. It's f***ing delicious. That. And it's going to be me and my mom and my little sisters. And some of my older siblings are going to be with their, like, husbands and wives families and it's going to be like i'm selfish it's gonna be kind of quiet which i'm really looking forward to it's a very different thanksgiving because usually it's quite loud and and wonderful but yeah it's it's loud i had a um family therapist on my podcast once and she talked about like family get-togethers thanksgiving christmas how awkward it can be because i think everybody has this vision of what thanksgiving is supposed to be what Christmas is supposed to be. It's supposed to be turkey and the stuffing and everybody's supposed to get along and say what they're thankful for. But if you just go into it with no expectations and be like, actually, we're fuck it. We're going to make pizza and like do what our family likes to do. So I totally agree. You can boo and you can like turkey. And I, I, I actually kind of envy that. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, like, I, I don't hate it, but like it's fine. And I don't I, eat meat. So I'm like, yeah, tofurkey for the win. Ew. Um, but, but I'm just saying that I read... No, I didn't read. It was on the news the other day 
that Thanksgiving is a very overrated meal that people just do for tradition. Yeah, every, most people in this crowd agree with us. They're just, it's hard for them to admit. Okay. Thank you. Like, and wouldn't the, you rather have, like, a nice steak or ribs or like, whatever up. your favorite meal is? Have you ever? She admits. She admits. Yes. How many people here, for your, if you're on death row for your last meal, be like, you know what? Nice turkey. Turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing. You're like, right. You're right. It's just okay. tradition. It's tradition. My anyway, last so me and my mom are making pizza. It's going to be f- great. I Tell your mom, mom I say I. happy birthday. Oh, you corrected yourself. Mom, <laughs> mom and, I. and I. Mom and I. You're like, I'm going to get called out. Um... What would be your meal on death row? Probably pizza. Pizza and uh, spade and sparrow wine. <laughs> He's good. Blake, what would be yours? Is your I mic working? I have time to think oh. about um, Chicken chow mein. He's like vagina. Chicken chow mein? Vagina. Specific. <laughs> I will say, uh, if you live in L.A., uh, there's this amazing restaurant called Din Tai Fung. It's... Uh, Oh, and I know. would, if I could have it fresh, because it's only good, like, coming immediately out of the kitchen, I would probably maybe have that on death row. <laughs> the soup dumplings are a goddamn dream. Mm. So, anyways. My, my death row meal, since everybody was asking. Sorry, Caitlin. <laughs> what would your death row meal be? I, we're all dying to know. Can I have two? Well, you're about no, to die. You so die fuck once. Yeah, so you fuck die it. once. Okay. You only get one. I would have the best sushi you could ever imagine. Like some nice, thinly sliced sashimi. Maybe a spicy tuna roll. And then, like, maybe the, a spicy tuna roll. Maybe. Yeah. If they felt like throwing it in. I'm okay with or without it. I just want the sashimi. But I would really like the biggest bowl of just like the greasiest pasta. Like, just. Yeah, Butter, Italian food, uh, yeah. garlic, yeah. noodles straight out of Italy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, where they that's do a the call. thing where they cook it al dente and then they put it in the pan and then they put it and it's like all hot. I'll be honest. I really thought when you're like, I would just love a big fat. I thought you're going to be like Jason. Oh. A little bit of like a little. You didn't let me finish for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> and for dessert, I would have Jason's penis. <laughs> Just a little, a little Same. D. A little D. A little D. <laughs> Just Same. a little side of D. Wow. I'm so glad you guys accept me for who I am. This is, I always try and tell the guys in the crowd, I'm like, you will get at least a blowjob tonight for coming here. At least. Maybe a hand job if those things are still in. I don't know. A, a tuggy? A tuggy? Like, a tuggy? Is that yeah. what you call it? <laughs> An HJ. A good old-fashioned HJ. I'll, I'll be honest. Overrated. Blake? What was the question? <laughs> are hand jobs overrated? Blake's like, I wouldn't know. I don't like sex. It's fine. Overrate are hand jobs overrated? No, underrated. Oh! Underrated. Wow, you no, two really underrated. Do have not a lot of comments. You've met some very gentle women, Blake. <laughs> underrated. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm like I I'm like you it's two guys and I'm like, oh, I usually have women as guests and now I'm like Tell You're me outnumbered. More. I'm outnumbered. Not this usually, doesn't yes. usually happen. LaCroix sparkling water delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. LaCroix's 25 flavors are derived from natural sources with natural fruit essences. The natural sources and natural fruit essences really makes LaCroix a go-to for myself and my friends and family. We can enjoy it completely guilt-free. Distinctive packaging, robust aroma, and natural essences make LaCroix the innocent alternative for a health-conscious consumer. 
I am trying to be healthier and make better choices for myself, and I know I'm making a good decision when I choose LaCroix. There are 25 LaCroix flavors. The newest addition to the family is hibiscus. This is one of my favorite flavors, and I've been adding it to my rotation lately, which is always stocked in my fridge. The LaCroix family also includes six LaCroix Curate flavors that have a bolder flavor profile and four Nicola flavors, all inclusive of the same innocent nutritionals. LaCroix sparkling waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, and non-GMO, Whole30 approved, and environmentally friendly. LaCroix cans are sustainable and recyclable. Enjoy LaCroix sparkling water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. LaCroix sparkling water is available nationwide for a full list of retailers. Visit LaCroixwater.com. For more information, join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix Water. We'll be back with more Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. You're listening to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Hey, Blake, it's your last show with me, and you finally figured it out. It's Blake's last show, so you guys are very lucky for oh, yeah. witnessing this. Um, so going back to, I was on your podcast. What is your podcast about? Because do you did you did you really get inspired from your Instagram stories? Also, how do you how do you pronounce your last name? Vial. Sorry. Vial. Oh, so I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Well, how have you been saying it? Vial. Sure. Is it the vial? I'll be honest. Files? I do not know why I called it vial files because no one can get it. Everybody right. just says vial files. It's it, fine. It's great. Oh. It the truth rhyme. is, like I usually, my whole life, I would say vial, and like when people say it real fast, they'd say vial, and it's not vial. Yeah. It's vial, and so I would. She then said, I when who I, cares? I love you. I don't love you back. Um, <laughs> so so truth is, when I when I went on the Bachelor, I started saying it weird because no one can get it right so i was over enunciating my last name i get that that's like when i went on and everyone called me out for being canadian so instead of saying a boat i kept being like about yeah and, and now so i have a weird accent. i got in my head about it and it's it's so uh, it's the vile files yeah oh i said it right I think. great okay Nailed so it. tell us what you talk about on it because do you guys listen yeah. oh my God, thank you. And like if you 30% don't, of you. you will now. Uh, it, actually, it, it, I did that, my questions with Nick on my Instagram. Um, yeah, you always did like questions with Nick and people got pretty deep. They got into it. Yeah. So you and made it so into a podcast. That, I, I kind of always wanted to do a podcast. I, I mentioned this to you uh, on, when we recorded my podcast is that there was kind of this running joke of, of Bachelor podcast and yeah. you have always kind of been the gold standard in, in, in the podcast space. <laughs> and I don't, I don't like doing things half-assed and I didn't, I didn't want to just do it to do it and I'm, I'm fully aware of kind of the obvious like low-hanging fruit joke. So I didn't want to do one until I had a good concept for it. And so I kind of on a whim did questions with Nick. It kind of took off and... I always kind of enjoyed giving advice to friends and things like that. So it kind of started from that. And I'm into relationships and dating and social dynamics. And I just, I generally like asking uh, questions that people sometimes have. Uh, ooh, ramen. Ramen. Jason was like, yes. Uh, so it's a lot of relationship stuff. And obviously there was always a little bit of bachelor low hanging fruit, but it's kind of evolved into more like relationships and different dynamics. And, and uh, I, it's kind of turning into like just anything interesting and topical because we we do live in a time um, with kind of this uh, like uh, canceled culture and things like that and 
uh, we're having a hard time sometimes. We have a lot of water cooler talk about topics that we seem to be afraid to talk about now. Every time we talk about things, we're like, oh, should I talk about this? Can I say this? And and uh, I think it's important in our time to kind of ask more questions and 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 try to be understand things. We live in a culture where people are taking sides, and then people just yes. like to talk to people they agree with. And I think uh, I like having conversations with with people I disagree with, and I hope that shows evolving into something like that. And I just like having fun, and and like and, and relationships are always tough, and so yeah. it's a lot about that. I don't know. Who doesn't have relationship problems? <laughs> You wow. guys, jeez. Bunch of liars. That's Congratulations. Cool. What? Have you ever had a relationship problem in your life? All right. It should, be, you, yeah, it should be who does have relationship problems. Do you think they're getting harder? Nope. Wait. No. Did, I have What? To date? And li- then what? When? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, oh, yes. Okay, yes. so as you get older in your life, relationships get better. I agree with that. Yes. But, yeah, I think it's harder, to, harder in 2019 than it was in, say, 2009. I will, I will agree with Nick. I don't like to agree with Nick, but I will agree with <laughs> Nick. But I will agree with Nick on this. It's so much harder dating now than... Er, that's because you, you were on The Bachelor. Yeah, it's, it's way harder now. No, it's way harder now. No, I mean, I like that we can all sit here and agree to disagree, but somebody just said, wait till you're 30. Do you mean that it's better? <laughs> yeah, but, okay. I, oh, I think that's two different arguments, right? I, I totally agree yeah. with the audience in that as you get older, it's definitely easier day because in yes. theory... What is dating, right? Even the, the failed relationships, ideally, you will learn from that. And, like, when you're 21, you have no idea. So you're like, fuck, this is great. I love you. And then, like, they break your heart. And by the time you're 30, you seem to have a better idea of what you want and, more specifically, what you don't want, right? In theory, so obviously it's better. You're more confident in yourself. I think, yeah. in general, it's gotten harder because, uh, you know, 10 years ago, MySpace, dating apps didn't exist what they were now. And everyone was there being like, oh, man, I wish we had a dating app where I could just know who was single. We thought right. it was hard there. But now it's paralysis of choice. And now you're like, there's 17 different dating apps and you have, you're swiping. You're like, oh, I mean, I like this person, that person. And now, and I'm as guilty of it as anyone, is like we are making it harder on ourselves by feeling like we have so many, we feel like we have no options. And in fact, we have so many many options and that we don't know what to choose from. And then we kind of cripple ourselves. I think that society, we have too much access, whether it's social media and sliding into DMs, et cetera, et cetera. And on that note, it's not even just that. It's then once you're in relationships, you have, everybody has problems in relationships. Even if you have the healthiest relationship on the planet, you still have struggles to get through. So it's like, I think that's what we're trying to say. But thank you guys for having an open mind. But is there anyone that wants to ask a relation? A really, wow. Is there anybody that wants to ask a relationship question out there? Right there in the middle. We have okay. one I hand. see you, wristband. One hand. I see you. Yes. One over there, too. Does she get a mic or something? Does she come up? Okay, after, yeah. Yell it and I'll repeat it. Well, my mic's connected to a cord. Otherwise, Can she come a, up? Do you have a wireless? Oh, yeah, come on Blake, up. go down and... Uh, I have yeah. a wireless mic. Go on down and feed her your mic. What? What's your name? Hi, my name is Brittany. Hi, hi Brittany. Brittany. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so I just broke up with my boyfriend last month. Okay? I'm sorry. After four Did you break up or he broke up with you? I broke up with him. Great. And I, this asshole doesn't want me back now that I was like, I was a mistake. And he's like, no, I don't want you back now. And I'm like, well, f- that guy. 
you're in Wait, wait, you broke up with him. Yeah. I broke up with him, but he's like kind of an alcoholic. Okay, I'm sorry for that. So it's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what my question is. You, you just want, that's fine. Okay. Are you happy? We're here. Well, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to ask. Like, do you know right away if you're, like, you're happy after no. a breakup? You don't? No. I think it takes some time. It takes really? some time. I think when you break up with someone, there's two, two kind of stages, right? Because if really? you've dated someone, how old are you? I'm 26. 26. You're okay. definitely at the point in your life that anyone you're dating, you're thinking about maybe marrying them and getting yeah. engaged. You have all these dreams and hopes. And then you have this like tough realization of like, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like we should maybe be together. Yeah. And then you, 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 know. you do the tough thing, you break up. And then there's kind of this grieving period. And you know, like whether you broke up with someone or they broke up with you and they broke your heart, what do we do when we have a heart? We kind of pine over them. We think about the Sundays and all the good times. And we sometimes do that even longer than we really want to, even though when we're complaining to our friends, like, I just want to get over them. I want to get over them. In fact, you actually really don't sometimes because yeah. what do we, the memory of them is the only thing we have left of them, you know, in the sense yeah. of like, oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. you know, and you I'm, I'm afraid to let go of missing them. Yeah. And so there's that phase. And then there's you day you wake up, you're like, well, actually, I don't really care anymore. And it's liberating. But there's kind of stages. There's so stages. my advice to you is just take it easy on yourself, you know? I mean, yes. Okay. Like Take it easy on yourself and, and just feel your different phases because did you know, how long were you together? Four years. So did you know the last year it was not going to work? But I, it was like phases, like every, like some nights would be good, but some nights would down, be bad. Yeah, exactly. You kind of know deep down. So yeah. give yourself the forgiveness to be like, I think for that last year I knew. So then you can grieve through the next the next phases because just just repeat to yourself i knew for a year yeah so now the next phases are and be sad and be and go flirt with guys whatever you you gotta do do. (laughs) but just like forgive yourself for all of your phases through this next couple of like just just one more thing you definitely want him to get help and and become yeah uh, sober for himself and and not for you I yes. agree with that. You know, because totally that, that probably that. won't happen in the time frame when she'll find someone else. I agree else. with that. I agree with that. So, thank you. Great. It'll be great. Thank you for sharing. And thank you for sharing your story. Oh, don't throw it. And uh, well, Blake's uh, like, I'll catch it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your you. story. Make sure you find Blake vulnerable. at Stagecoach. Yeah. <laughs> Blake single, if you're looking. Uh, uh, do, what, so there's a young lady with her hand up. Oh, yes. Up. Come on up, young lady with your hand up. I feel this is going to be a good one. Yeah. We're here for you. Blake, I really like your shirt. Thank you. It's, it's a really it's great, great shirt. shirt. This is from Paradise. I almost burned it, but... I was getting to you. It's the best shirt I've seen so far. Pretty awesome. VIP. Okay. So, What's your name? My name is Katie. Katie, nice to meet you. Give it up for Katie. Katie. So my question is, how do you deal with a man where you've dated for several years mm-hmm. and um, you kind of are blindsided hmm. and it's sort of, you are not the person that I love anymore. <sighs> and Sounds you familiar. wake up and you're like, I plan my future with you mm-hmm. and I banked on everything sort of with you, and we got a dog and all sorts of shit, and then... Go on. (laughs) How old are you? And then it's just sort of how do you sort of recuperate yourself and sort of recenter yourself to be like, okay, I'm still who I am, and I have the dog that barks just like Raman. Yeah. How do you sort of 
recoup. Okay. Move Are you still with this person? No, no. We yeah, I broke it. Okay, I need to say one thing. Uh, although I love Jason with all of my heart, and he is my everything. Don't ever say find a Jason. Find yourself Aww. first. Because finding because hands yourself off Jason, first. He's taken. Because yeah, because back off. Uh, no, but if you find yourself first and you're happy with yourself, the Jasons come to you. So my advice for you is that you realize that it's, you know, it's him, it's not, not you, right? Yeah. You gave all that you could. Yeah. Is there anything you regret? I don't think I left anything out on the table that I didn't. And if you did, you learn for the next relationship. But my advice to you would be to know that that's a, a, le- um, a lesson for you and that it'll just make you appreciate the next person more. But you have to absolutely fall in love with yourself first and be like, that I'm this and then, you attra- and then you'll attract the right people I'm sure you can add to that great uh, thanks so I mean you Wait, broke you broke we up have with more them? for you oh, we have more know. for you yeah uh, did you break up with them I mean I'm good with that yeah how great. did it, she's good with that how did it end did you break up with him or did he break up with you so, because that could go two ways I mean I, I, I'm gonna totally transparent here we dated for almost three years <gasps> he woke up one morning and said I'm not in love with you to you to me. Oh, see, that's Thank why. Thank you! Uh, Everybody say, F*** him on three. One, two, three. Yes. It's very uh, yeah, difficult. Yeah, I think that's important information. I, listen, I kind of like agree with what uh, Kaylin said, but knowing that information, it's just like, I think you just kind of, that hurts. That hurts the ego. It's very difficult because you, you build yourself up and then... If I were you, I, I, you probably spend a lot of time uh, knowing that you deserve better, but I have a hard time believing that sometimes because you hurt yeah. your ego, yeah. would be my guess. Yeah. I would make a, a list, uh, objectively, about all the things on a day-to-day basis, even the little things that really pissed you off. Yeah. Because there's probably a lot. And then you try to think of all the things that he did to actually make you feel good. Not like all the things you liked or things that you thought were looked good about him, but things mm-hmm. that he did to make you feel good about yourself. And my guess is one list will be longer than the other. Yeah. And then, I like you know, that. that will help you make you feel better. And then, you know, take time. Because that, that hurts. It hurts. It, it hurts. hurts. There you go. And That's okay. okay. Be okay with being hurt. Yeah. Because we all get hurt somehow, and uh, no matter where you're at in life, you could look at somebody on Instagram, as we all do, and compare ourselves. You like they would never get hurt. We all get hurt. We all hurt in some way, and yeah, we all Caitlin. like. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was too easy. It was too easy. <laughs> that was, she lined you up for that one. I really teed you up. Uh, but we all get hurt, and, we, and you know we go through things, and you just have to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and you go through things for a reason, yeah, and, I and think you, it's, it's all learning lessons. I think it's really hard in this generation where we are so public with what we are willing to share. Yeah. I mean, tonight I maybe snapped or Instagrammed like 40 photos tonight. That was like, yeah, look girl. at where I am, <laughs> you know. And so it's and sort look, of you're so like, confident up here. Yeah, you're I mean, it's great. like it's her show I mean, now. Love you. So good for you. And like, this is cool to me. I'm like, look at you. You just f-ing walked right up here with your confidence. And you're like, let me I'm share sexy my as story. Ah, yes, yes. Katie. Tell me so your name one more time. Uh, Katie. Give it up for Katie. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. And you have all the good things coming to you. All right. Let's take a second. Getting in shape. 
me anyways, really isn't about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits, feeling better about yourself, whether that's more stamina to keep you up with your busy life, finally getting into those genes, being more in tune with your body's needs, or practicing more self-care. That's why I've been loving Noom. No more hunting for training apps and workouts, calorie trackers, and meal plans. It's all right there for you in one place. Uh, I've just been wanting to have more energy and feel more confident in clothes I wear. So I've been using Noom to make healthier choices and learn better habits. I love that they have a goal specialist, an entire community that helps you stay accountable to yourself. Plus, the app is super easy and convenient that you have no excuse not to use it. It is important to keep in mind that Noom is not a diet. It's a healthy and easy to stick to way of life. So no food is good, bad, no limits. Noom teaches you moderation. And if you go off track, there's no shaming, just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow. Noom knows we're all strapped for time, so they ask you to commit only 10 minutes a day, which I promise you actually does make a difference. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps to make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at noomnoom.com slash vine. What do you have to lose? Visit noom.com slash vine to start your trial today. That's noom.com slash vine, the weight loss program you'll need. Do you know that I do confessions on my podcast? I've heard it's amazing. Yeah. So did you come up with a confession for us? Do I? Like, cheer on. Like something embarrassing. Can you give me a minute? I want to give you something good. It has to. Okay. Well, Blake, do you have a confession for us? Blake always has some good ones. (laughs) I do. I do. I will say it. I do. It's. So it was too. Bring us back to 2000 and uh, I wish I could it's know what I was doing. I know. 2001. Bring us back to 2000 and... No, it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> I don't know the year. So I was <laughs> like 14 probably. Why is okay. it so quiet? 14. And, um, 14. That young. Wow. I, yeah. I'm yeah. Nervous. We're going way back. So I was 2004. I was 14. It was 2014. And... Um, you know when you go to like slow dances in like middle school and, and uh, it's, I mean, it's, no, it's good for the boys. <laughs> okay. No, it is though. They just like, you look at me and I have a oh. erection. Yeah. Oh. Every, in 2000, yeah. When so you're modest. 14, the wind would blow and it would, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard to follow, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> So you had a lineup no, of girls. No, so today. I'll never forget this. I will actually never forget this. So he clearly has a house party. I was at a house party. I was 14. I was at a house party and I was dirty dancing, which is Show us what that looks no, like. No, but in yeah, when you're 14, it's one of those like weird like Yeah, yeah, it's super weird. It's like eye contact and it does yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Eye contact. But so this is uh, I can't believe I'm mm. What do you mean you How do you get me on this shit? Okay, time. so, but I remember grinding, and oh. I had blue, blue compression shorts on. Blue, bright blue. Get to the good stuff. And I came. Oh. Wait, did you just, did you just... Is that the end of the slow that, dance? Was that the confession? You came? Mid-slow dance. 
at a house party. There was no room for Jesus. It was so mid house party. You've always been a horny so little it gets son better. of a bitch. It gets better. That's not my confession. What? That's not okay. my confession. So there's come on your pants, and this is not the confession. Go so on. So I went, I went into the, the bathroom. Oh my god, me! I just go, do that. like, I just that. say it. With so I went into the bathroom after I came in my compression shorts that were bright blue. I went in the bathroom. I took them off. I threw them in the tub shower. That was a basketball toss, by the way, three pointer. Yeah, go on. I thought I was safe. I was like, I'm safe. Yeah. I was at the same party. Oh, Jesus. As my sister. And she went to the bathroom and she was like, I bought these for Christmas. <laughs> and I she straight found, up. What was she doing digging through the garbage? Well, nobody would have found it. Yeah, but I fed up. I threw it in the shower or not, oh, shower oh. tub. And she was like, I'm pretty sure I bought these for you for Christmas. It was one of those weird things where she was like, I found a blue compression, bright blue compression shorts in the shower at the house party. It still had like the tag that said, dear Blake, love your sister. (laughs) (laughs) And so. No, it was one of those. What did you say the other night? Like when you can break the. Oh, like he. mm, uh, Like. Break the blanket. Like you could break the blanket because of all the. Say it. Well, it was from the movie Bridesmaids when she was like, it's so hard to have little boys. She goes, they just jerk off on everything. She goes, I cracked a blanket in half the other day. So the best part is my sister has no idea. So when she listens to this, she's going to be, Your sister is finding out so much shit during this tour because the other day I'd played a game that we're about to play called Truth or Drink. And... And I said, Blake, truth or drink, you took a vino from the crowd home the other night. And he drank. And his sister, and his sister goes, well, I'm on Caitlin's Facebook group for Off the Vine. Heard you took a vino home. And now she's going to hear about your cum undies. Cool. Uh, my sister. Blake. My sister texted me and was like, yeah. Good for so you, I read the Facebook hot. group. Yeah. And you hooked up with somebody. And <laughs> super uh, awkward. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all, confessions are meant to be awkward. Have you am only I right? Took one viner home. Viner home. One vino. How many vinos have you taken home this whole tour? No, technically zero. Te- technically. <laughs> technically. 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 I'm I'm like Case the water boy. Okay. I'm like the water boy. When I see my player being dehydrated, I got to fill him up. He's talking nonsense up here. We'll be back with more Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. Drinking less has given me so much more. Hi, I'm Mike, and I built Monument, an online treatment platform for those looking to change their relationship with alcohol. Monument is affordable, customizable, and entirely online, so you can make progress on your own terms. I know firsthand how hard changing your drinking can be and how stressful times can make it even harder. To support our community during this time, Monument is offering free virtual therapist-led support groups to anyone, anywhere, looking to control their drinking. Visit joinmonument.com to learn more. You got this. 
Hey everyone, if you like my show, then you're going to love adulting like a mother father. Join parents and new parents, Daniela Monet and Andrew Gardner every week as the duo navigates all things adulting, health and fitness to finances and romance, all while balancing their careers and new baby. Listen along as they chat with experts, celebrities, and friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss adulting like a mother father every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now back to Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. I do come up with a confession, but it's hard because every week I have to. Well, I gotta, um, that's what I was going to say. You're very, you're known for being very real and honest and upfront, and you don't keep a lot of secrets I, in a positive way. It must be tough to, to have a confession. I, yeah. I find myself feeling the same. What, what, what topics do you... My Kardashian um, confession is on today's podcast and tomorrow, so... Ooh. If you're a vinyl, you'd know. No, I'm just kidding. It's on the podcast. Um, so I, I guess if I could think of a confession. Um, can you go first? Sure. Do you okay. have a topic you want me to con- I mean, I'm trying to think. Um, like like something from your season or something that Nothing people Nothing Caitlin wants to- me to share. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah? Go ahead. See if I care. No, it's fine. You should check out my episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plug. Uh, listen to his episode. There's a lot of confessions. Um, I'm trying to think of mine. Uh, my confession would be that um, maybe Chicago? Yeah. Okay. It's not as crazy as you want it to be. But uh, so, do you guys remember when during the season I accidentally spilled the secret of who won on Snapchat? I know I do. <laughs> So it was obviously a very big mistake. I could have been sued $5 million. They were like, Sean, we're going to take you back to Nashville. You're going to grow or shave your beard, um, flirt with girls. And I was like, oh, well, what do I get to do? So they're like, mm, where does Nick live? Chicago. Who's Caitlin's, uh, who's Caitlin's friend? Whitney. Caitlin, do you want to go visit Whitney in Chicago? And I was like, yeah, sure. A big hockey fan went to uh, Chicago. The Blackhawks were playing for the Stanley Cup. It was really fun. Um, so we had not obviously talked since. You broke my heart. Since he we proposed. Since he proposed and I went. <clears throat> um, first, two confession, two part confession. First confession, maybe just for ABC, is that they didn't let me tell you I wasn't going to pick you because I said, I'm not going to do the thing where he comes up and has to propose. That's so mean. And I was like, Andy didn't have to. Like, why do I have to? I'm, I'm glad. And at the time, I was very mad at you, but I am glad that they made you do it. Yes, because they said, hey, look. That's already happened. Give him the chance to speak. He has a lot to say. America needs to hear what he has to say. And it's the least you could do. And I was like, that's fair. I still felt like a piece of shit. Um, I mean, listen, I was really mad at the time. But over time, I I appreciated that you let me do it. And then you became The Bachelor. And I'll let you back. And it all Um, all worked out for everybody. But then... Your second confession you were going to say. So the second part of that confession is that I then went to Chicago to hang out with Whitney, and he lived in Chicago. And so people were like, oh, my God, why is Caitlin in Chicago? And Sean's back in Nashville, and it was this whole thing. And uh, what? this is actually kind of a stupid confession because really the whole thing is he was at a pizza joint parlor. Was it a confession you were hoping you ran into me? Yeah. So I was like... (laughs) I was going to the parlor, too, and then this girl that we were both mutual friends with was like, yeah, we're here with Nick. And I was like, 
this could be a very interesting interaction. And so I went there, but we got kicked out because there wasn't enough room. And here's my confession. I tried to name drop myself. And I was like, look, I'm the bachelorette. Okay. Yeah. Not your best moment. No, very low point for me. I haven't done it since, and I didn't do it before, but I I did it to try and get in the same room as him. I remember that vividly, and I remember finding, like, you know, everyone's, like, texting me when you you and Sean spoiled the ending, and first it was hard to see, but then it was a bit of a a weight off my shoulders, because for those... You could up from there. For the diehards out there, when I first went to Andy season, someone recorded me, like, right after I got on a plane, and, like, I kind of spoiled that show, and so it was a big weight off my shoulders. That I spoiled Like, I can't f*** up this time. (laughs) But then I knew you were in Chicago, and that really me up and I was with a friend who like ended up who's your friend Jacqueline and and she ended up meeting up with you <laughs> so I was like trying to pretend I didn't want to run into you but constant like just trying to I was just like bar hopping like crazy just hoping I'd run into you and then so we I, could have like a I weird will remember moment. it was a month then it was like it was a Monday night and I didn't know if you were still in town and the Blackhawks were playing in the Stanley Cup and we were at this bar called Parlor and it's really it's really pathetic it gets worse and <laughs> And uh, no. and at the time, we were at a bar called Parlor, and it was halftime. And my coworker, for whatever reason, I don't know, he needed a, a, a new shirt or something. And I lived like a block away. I'm like, well, we'll go to my place. I'll, I'll, I'll loan you a shirt or whatever. And my other buddy texts me. He's like, Caitlin just walked in. Which I did. No, you didn't there. At Parlor? Not, you were gone I then. got kicked out. He was with me he oh. was being a, a bro and so I was like pretending to my other friend like I didn't care but I sp- it was raining and I sprinted back to the bar only to realize that he was just f***ing with me um, what a and dick. I was and I just I wanted to I wanted to run into you I wanted to have like that moment because in, in fairness like it in the tough part about the show in the in the bachelor show is um, you don't like we talk you about don't rela- get closure. you don't get closure you don't get to have that conversation it's all on camera and even though like we did talk for like a good 20 minutes they share you know maybe aired five of it you're you're aware that you're mic'd up you're aware that you're on camera and sometimes you want to be like what the you know like um and uh yeah i i i I ran there like a like he wanted to have his like what the moment no uh, i don't know i i and i will i i I envision that i imagine what i would say i don't know what i'd say i probably would have just stand there and been like (laughs) you know um um you went on bachelor in paradise after and my girlfriend from vancouver jamie went on she was only on for like a hot minute and she said that you were there after the season that you're like caitlin i wanted to push her in the pool after she like true (laughs) true that because is at the that had a lot mansion. of I will I will like after I left and and I was you know again I I thank you for letting me do what I did in the moment because it was probably the one of the better moments I had and and when I watched it back yeah. it was like I felt like I got to express myself yeah. but I mean before I got to see it I I had a million different thoughts cuz I remember like after I was super pissed and and you were like oh can I walk you out and I was like sure like whatever kid and at first I was just like no, I should have said, no, I'll walk myself out or whatever. <laughs> and, and, I, and then there was this one time, I'm like, I would have never done it. But man, I would have fucking loved to just push her. Because when, when, I, when I came out, we were right by the bachelor pool. So it was like, we're in the we backyard right of the here. bachelor. The pool's right here. It was you like, could have just been like, right Pew. there. And I would have just been like, fucking love to just been like, you know what? I'm good. And just been like, 
boosh, just gently, very gently, they kind of just nudge her into the pool and calmly walk away. I very much thought about that, I will, I will admit. And when she told me that, I was like, that would have been great TV. I'm it surprised been great, she didn't do but it. But I would have been like, I would have lost that moment. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Whoa! Well, well, I mean, it's, I mean of course, um, but... <laughs> I don't think we'd be here if we weren't. I, I, I will object to that because I, I will. I mean, thank you. I'm, I'm sure you love the fact that we're friends. But, and, and we, will, we talk about this a little bit on, on tomorrow's podcast. But, um, and like we said before, like you can, it's, a, it's a special place when you can care about someone and have a romantic connection, how short or how long it might be, and have enough period of time where you can feel comfortable enough to admit the feelings you had and speak fondly about someone. And it's a very liberating feeling to a yeah. place where you're, you're not ashamed to like, be like, oh, fuck, you f***ed me up. Yeah. Or, like, you know, or like, I really cared about you. And that's okay. And it's not in a weird okay. and inappropriate way. It's just kind of a... It's, it's nice because like, I'm this sure... It's like, honest. Here's where we are. Yeah, and it, we're sharing honest. it with all of you. And, and when you have relationships in your life and you break up and, and, and sometimes when you break up immediately, it's hard. Like you love that person. Maybe you imagine marrying them or whatever. And sometimes you want to like hate them or have these weird feelings. And sometimes it's nice to just acknowledge I cared about this person at one point where he's not there. He or she is not my person, but like they're really special to me and I, I would do something for them. And so it's nice to be able to be in that place. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, and I can only hope that a lot of people could have that healthy of a relationship like after a weird hard time. But I mean, we share our lives with you on The Bachelor and we share a lot of things that a lot of people wouldn't share in relationships. And we, at this point in our lives, wanted to share this moment too because it's like, this is where we're at and this is what it was and you guys were all part of that. And It would have been so cool to push you in. I really forgot about that. <laughs> I kind of wish you did looking back. Just now. like really gently, you know, like not just aggressively, like just like a little nudge. You're very small like and it little, wouldn't have been taken much Like effort. when you're walking away, like, can I walk you out? You've been like, no, I'm good. No, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, it's time for us to rethink the way we period. I am always looking for new ways to be as comfortable as I can possibly be because I like to move around, get a little crazy. I don't want anything to stop me. Pads can be sticky and bungy. Tampons can be uncomfortable. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The P-string is real. Why haven't things changed for us? There is a better way. Meet things. Things is period-proof underwear that absorbs your flow up to four tampons worth. Here's how they work. Your period goes in, no leaks, no stains, no smells come out. You stay fresh, dry, and comfortable throughout your cycle. It can back up or even replace tampons, pads, cups, anything you're using today. And they look and feel just like an everyday pair of underwear. They're washable, reusable. You can feel good about switching to a more sustainable period too. Thinks is on a mission to empower everybody with innovative solutions and social change. Every purchase gives back to their Give Rise program, where they're fighting for a better access to puberty education, menstrual equity, and more. I've mentioned that I was skeptical about period-proof underwear at first, but now, huge fan. 
promise you that. I'm a huge fan. I love that Things has different styles so that you can use whatever it is that you need, depending on what part of your cycle it is. My favorite styles are the cotton bikini and the cheeky for my lighter days. They're so cute, super comfortable, look and feel just like normal underwear that I would buy regularly. They even come in sets, so if you know that you'll wear a few pairs, which you will, you can buy them together. To learn more about Thinks Underwear that absorbs your period, visit periodbetter.com and use our special code VINE to get $10 off your first pair. I know you joked about uh, Hannah and, and uh, it was a great, Hannah's heels were great, but you walked before you, you ran. Oh. Let me ask you a question. The, yeah. the show has gotten more progressive and, and rightfully so, and we're glad. Yeah. In the same way, I kind of joked about how like Peter's just, Peter's just and windmills and they're talking about having sex and this new slogan if you haven't seen his it, mom like, was raising the it's like roof f- like four times in a windmill like mile high club four times and you had a hard time on your season and for all that like you got shamed and you're you're a rock star now and people have come to like appreciate you but in the moment while your season was airing you got a lot of shit for being as progressive as as you are and 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 truthfully like do you do you get a little envious and jealous because it's just like, yeah, you did have to walk before, before, before Hannah got to run. And it's like she's getting all this praise and like you kind of like you didn't get the credit you maybe deserved. I like it the way it is. Do you? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Why? Um, it took me a hot second to like it the way it is because at first I was like, are you serious? Like we're celebrating four in a windmill when I like... You know, like it's, it was such a thing where I was shamed and I was getting death threats and it was like this whole thing. But I will say I'm glad that I was the first to just like be confident or, or talk about it or do whatever because it's 2019. I think the show needs to evolve. I think the show needed to evolve when it did. And whether it be sex or politics or religion, I think that show needs to evolve with the times. Yeah. You, were, I, you were ahead of your, your time. I mean, <laughs> but people recognize that. Yeah. Maybe. And I think people are so great about it where they're like the amount of tweets I get that said, Caitlin walked so Hannah could run. And I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life because same thing with people ask, you know, am I mad about Hannah doing Dancing with the Stars? Absolutely not. The whole reason I speak up, the whole reason I have a voice, the whole reason I say anything that I want to say is so that people uh, who come after me can have those opportunities or, or can be in a better position to not get the hate that I did. And so to me, I'm like, hell f-ing yeah, she's on Dancing with the Stars. And hell yeah we talk about sex on that show now and i hope it keeps going with the times and hell yeah demi's relationship might not work out but the hell yeah we put a same-sex relationship on tv because why are we not going with the times like that's it's a very up show i can say that because i'm out of contract it's a very up show to say one man dates this many women and chooses the best wife. It's f***ed up to say one woman dates this many men, but then she gets slut-shamed for doing a fantasy suite with three men. It's, it's a whole gray area. So I appreciate that the, the show is going with the times. I appreciate that the show is, is evolving and that we can all sit here and have this conversation, and I hope it continues to do so. Yeah. So... <laughs> I 
love you guys so much. So to finish off, uh, we're going to play a nice little game of truth or drink. And I'm going to start it off by asking Nick a hard-hitting question about Vanessa. (laughs) Whoa. Well, why not? Why not? He's an open book. I have an option to drink, yes? Absolutely. Um, Vanessa has spoken out pretty recently about not wanting to get engaged on the show. How did you feel about her talking about this publicly? Tell us the truth or drink. Uh, I'll... You want me to drink? No. <laughs> He's going to drink anyways. You might as well tell us the truth. Well, what do I... What do, so the question is, what did I think about it? What, or not whether it was true. Yeah. What do you think about it? Uh, I mean, it, it was fine, right? Like, was I no, irritated? your reaction everything. It's no. fine. You try to be level-headed. There's a slight irritation there, yeah. for sure. Um, I get it. Like, listen, we, we talk about Sean and Vanessa on, on tomorrow's episode, yeah. um, and it, it is tough. Um, I didn't listen to the podcast, so I don't know in the context of which it was, was talked about. Um, but it is true, like, in the sense that uh, that's, it's a crazy season. I don't know about you and Sean, and, you know, I'm trying to think about our conversations, but... No one's gone on The Bachelor and gone to the finals and thought, I'm so ready to get engaged. Like this, you no. know, like you, you truly love the person. You truly you think, I want to get engaged. In moment. But you're like, am I going to fucking do this? Yeah. And so um, definitely Vanessa had her reluctance. And like it, we were both like, I don't know if this is insane, but like I really love you. And so yeah. I don't know her intentions, right? So I didn't listen to the podcast. If her intentions was to in any way or did she, you know, because we all heard the kind of clickbait of it all, but I didn't hear the rest of it. If, if the rest of it was, I totally loved Nick and, and we were in a great relationship, but like it seemed insane to get engaged early, then I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, if it, if it was context. some sort of impl- implication that she uh, was stuck in this relationship she didn't want to be in, then, then I have a problem with that because that would feel untrue, but... You know, it's, you're right. It's Cl- tough. You can never go by the headlines. You never really know by the headlines. So, true. Um, no. Oh Aww. my God! Thank you. Oh, thank God! <laughs> oh, thank God! Yeah, I, tr- I guess I, I try not to jump to conclusions because it's which is great because um, I do. Yeah, I f- uh, it's tough. Um, I saw a headline once. I s- I've seen a few. I saw a headline once that said. Um, I think you said in this podcast, um, oh. and it hurt. And oh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even no, mean it to was say a, which one. And I, I think I heard like the out of context version was you were basically saying I wanted to send Nick home before Ben, and then you oh. and then you said and I that and correct me if I'm wrong because I didn't listen to it, uh, but I heard the out of con the the in context was um, and I would believe this is that. Um, you didn't want to have me wait. You know, like you wanted yes, to send me okay. home because you actually felt the way you did. And it was like, well, f-. and I did say to you um, off camera, because like, listen, if, if it's not me, just f-ing send me home now. Yes. Like, I don't want to take second. I don't want to be there. At the time, I was like, just f-ing send me home. I get yes. that. So in that sense, I totally understood. At the time I heard it and given the relationship you had with Sean and I constantly felt like you were never validating that. It was, was just like, going- are you f-ing 
Are you kidding me? Like what? Uh, I was constantly trying to protect something while bashing you, but at the same time, yes. No, I just think I knew at one point, and they just didn't let me because they love the Sean Nick feud. They loved yeah, it. it. They yeah. loved it. Um, Blake, <laughs> truth or drink? No, I hate this game. Every time. When is the last time you sent somebody a nude? Ooh, great question. Great question. Today. That is a good question. <laughs> I will say probably last night because we had a conversation and I won't. I'm not no, saying no, no, anything. No. I'm not saying. I won't listen, say a I word. I have no objection with a good nude. Now, do you keep your face out of it? No, I'm so scared of nudes. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh, so yeah, scared of nudes. So, so when's the last I, time? Um, I don't. Mm, before the Bachelorette. True story. Before oh, okay. the Bachelorette, I gotta say, Blake. I'm gonna be honest, Blake. A little. Every time you look Somebody up and to the me? left, I feel like you're lying. <laughs> no, I swear to God. Really? No. Yeah, God, no. Do you ever know? Like, you think I'm that stupid? Well, Let it has not been that long for me. I'll be honest. <laughs> okay, Nick, well, if you could pick one Bachelor Nation person to take on a date right now, who would it be? <laughs> Do I have to go on a date with somebody? No, it's truth or drink. No. That's just weird. Stop making it weird. Uh, drink. 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 Just drink. Uh, I'll drink. <laughs> okay. Very fair. Very fair. Uh, okay, I guess I'll ask myself one. Caitlin. Can I, get, can I ask you one? Sure. Pick one out of these. I mean, some of them might be a little obvious. Like, when did you make uh, out with someone last? I'd be like, five uh, minutes ago at break. Okay, here we go. Have you ever hooked up with someone of the same sex? And by hooked up with, we'll allow oh. making out. We'll allow first base. Hell yeah, I have. I, I was... I'm not ashamed. I was 21. I was very curious, and I found women beautiful. And mm, hell freaking yeah, I did. It's not All a big right, deal. Yeah. I have another one I want to wow, ask I you. Oh, I really but. thought I'd get a bit bigger reaction, but I'm serious. I was like 21 and 22. I was curious. If you don't get curious, how would you not, not know? I'm not still curious. Thank you, though. <laughs> What's your name? Yeah. Who's that? There was a man last night named Skip who's the fucking MVP. Your name's what? Mo, Mo, have oh you ever God, gotten curious? You. Is that low? <laughs> oh my God, Lo, I love you. I heard Mo, and then I heard your voice go, yeah, I got really f***ing curious. Lo, everybody. Lo is a very uh, a reoccurring guest on my podcast. You probably know him, too, because he went on Ariel's all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lo. Love you, Lo. Um, actually, Lo, would you come up here for a second? Are there stairs? How does, how does Lo get up here? Oh, there's stairs, yeah. Come on up, Lo. You know you make me wanna kick my heels up and down, throw my hands up and down, throw my hands up and down. Come share share with me. Give it up for Lo. Hi. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what? 
Hey, hey, beautiful. Hey, boo. Um, so I Nick, I mean, Lowe always has the best confessions on my podcast. Oh. Thanks, Clee. Um, so I guess instead of asking you a confession, let's ask you a truth or drink. Okay. Kay. Yeah. You guys know Lowe, right, from the podcast? He's <laughs> everything. Okay. You can't look. I just need a drink. Oh, here you go. Okay. Has anyone drink? Okay. Only us. Excuse me. Um, okay, let me pick a good one. Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh. Okay. Um, what is the biggest age gap that you've ever had in hookup? Ooh. Wow. <laughs> is that your guess or have you done that? Better him than me. No. What? I love you. You've done that? Get it. Older or younger? Uh, I'm just kidding. No, that's better. That's I was going to say, she better. doesn't seem that old, so I really hope I it's like, older. Wait, wait, wait. You're like 20, so please. Okay. Get it, girl. Yeah. I love your energy. Wow. I like it. Anna Nicole Smith vibes. Okay, Anna Nicole. Get it, boo-boo. We see you, Anna Nicole. R.I.P. Nothing wrong with that. I love her. She's iconic. Um, the, the age gap. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. He was 74. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Did it Some work? Some old dick. No. Did it work? No. Um, no, 74 is great. It's the new 54. I'm not like age discrimination. Like the 74-year-olds are like, how dare you? Um, no, the oldest, I'd say, is, uh, and I'll, I'll answer truthfully, uh, he was 55. Mm. 55. And, and, and you are? And, well, I'm 30 now, but I was 21 at the time. Wow! Yes. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I like it. And? <laughs> and? And? Do you want like a twist? I'm like. No, was it good? Oh, oh, oh. Did you he know teach what? you a lot? It, Do you still use things that you he taught you at yeah, the time? Yeah, he blew you, my mind. Yeah. I was like in a wheelchair, for God's sake. Mm. You know, it was incredible, and I miss him every day. He did. You know what? I will say. R.I.P. He passed. (laughs) (laughs) He's not with us anymore. R.I.P. He's only like sixty now. He actually never texted me back. He never texted me back. Hit it and quit it. Oh wow! And he quit it. Yeah, I know. That was my first like rejection. Wow, well, that's actually really great if that was your first one. So, yeah, drink it up, Buttercup. Thank you for sharing. I have have one more. Who should we ask? Look at it's this one. Uh, Nick, have you ever Facetuned or Photoshopped an Instagram photo? Uh, I've used filters. I've never Facetuned. Like, you don't Facetune the bod. You just, like, brighten, whiten, or use a filter. Yeah. Okay, that's fair with them. I've never changed my appearance. Okay. Raw beauty, hashtag real Instagram. Uh, okay, but I've Blake. definitely used a filter. Well, yeah, of course. What's that? Double filtered. You know, like in a story, you fil- you throw the Paris on it, you save it, and then you th- Paris it again. Uh, and it's like two eye sockets. No, I find that to be grainy. Then I. Uh, it's a little grainy. It looks like a dream sequence. I love it. Yeah, I've not grainy done that. Grainy yet but flawless. I think it's important to look like your Instagram. You never want to meet someone and go, huh. You know? 
Okay, but you are a fan of enhancing your natural beauty. I think you want to look on Instagram the way you imagine you look your very best in life. Yes, right? I agree. That's totally fine, but you don't want to meet someone and go... I agree. I mean, I get it. I see it, but like, that's you, huh? You know? Yeah. Like, you don't want to go there. And I people agree. do. You, people and people do. do. And don't be that person. Don't be that person. It, like, when you look your f***ing finest, that's, that's how your picture should be. That it, amen, Nick. Nicholas. Uh, okay, Blake, are you ready for the last one? No. Make it good. I'm going to go easy on you because there's really only that one or um, no, that Don't one. search. There's only two, and I don't think he wouldn't admit that one. He wouldn't? No. Uh, have you ever done that? No. <laughs> I've been with someone who has. Okay. Don't group together and pick up. This is it's not oh. fair. This uh, is unfair. Blake. Blake, be honest. Have, oh, so that's a bad lead-in. Have you ever Be talked honest. shit about one of us? Ever? In public? No. <laughs> ever. Even your mom. Yeah. Even yeah. your mom. And, like, even if it's like, I love this person, but, like, sometimes listen, you're a little Nick. shitty. Listen, Nick. <laughs> like, when was the last? I mean, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Well, to who? Anybody? Who? To mama? Oh. I would, I have never gone on a podcast or like. No, to your mom. Anyone. Yo, I've talked shit about my mom, or about Nick to my mom for sure. (laughs) No, my my mom has talked shit about Nick to me. Oh, well, that doesn't count because mom should do that. If I were your mom, I would hate me. Oh, my mom, my family sure. hates Nick. If I but was I, listen, your mom, okay. I would hate no, me. No, 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 let me just... My mom loves everybody. My yeah. mom is like that person who's just like, I mean, she kind of is a bitch, but like, I love her. No, she's an she angel. Means, yeah. No, but I, my mom would be like, my mom is so good at seeing the good in people. She would be like, that Kaylin, real kind of not cool what she did to you, but like, she's fun. This, she looked at me in the eyes on the hometown day and she said, please don't hurt him and I was like and I was like I loved her I loved his whole family and then this is funny story and then well it's sad um so then on the after the final rose it's like we all just watch what happened and I went to do Jimmy Kimmel and I walked out and your whole family was walking in and I was like and I ducked and I went behind a van because I was like they must hate me which they didn't, I know, but I, went, I, I hid. And so I came back and I went to a producer and I said, why is this whole family here? My family was not invited. My fiance is not, their family's not invited. Why is Nick's whole family here? I feel so stupid. And they're like, look, you put them through like a really tough time. They're just here for support. And I was like, okay. I get out on stage and everyone's like, why were you so mean to Nick on the after the final rose? You were so cold. And I'm sitting there on stage being like, his little sister, his mom, his dad, all your family's just sitting front row looking at me like this. And I was like, oh my God, they lied to me. Told me they were just backstage hanging out with you, but they were all front row when my whole family was invited. And then everyone was like, you were so mean to Nick on the after the final rose. And I'm like, I was literally in shock and didn't know what to say. Because your whole family. And it was so cute because at the end, the whole audience gets to come up and say hi. And I was like, huh? And I walked up, and his whole family was like, 
Caitlin, it's so good to see you. I'm so glad you're happy. Like, they were the sweetest people. They're lovely people. I will say, I, uh... They're lovely. I was like, In fairness to the show, I insisted that they be there. Um, I actually asked my... I was just like, listen, you guys really kind of, like, with me for two years? Can my family come out that <laughs> way for free? <laughs> um, and I, and I, I did want them there, and it was nice. But I, well, it, of course. they... They, it wasn't the producer's idea. It was my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they quite liked you. And I didn't think you were that mean to me in AFR. I, I thought wasn't. You I was and just Shum quiet. Were, I thought you and Sean were very mean to me the next morning. <laughs> um, but um, I blame Sean. But hey. Thank but you. that sucked. That was a dick move. <laughs> Neither here or there. We're over. It's fine. I'm totally fine. I'm totally <laughs> fine. I'm over it. I'm fine. We don't care. Didn't happen. Uh, it was him, not me. Huh? Uh, thank you guys so much for coming tonight. <laughs> Bring out the dog. Can I just say one thing and then we're going to bring out Roman? Follow Nick on Instagram. Listen to his podcast, The Vile Files. Breathe in his his natural habits. I, I will say I really like Caitlin's line. It's really good. And I really like his essential oils. You should it's not uh, just... Saying that. Everyone needs a little wine for Thanksgiving to, to love yes. and deal with our families. So, happy holidays. You guys, I love you guys so much. Thank you for coming and thank you for being part of this moment. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine with Caitlin Briscoe. Get new episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's that with OTV? This week's Off the Vine is sponsored by Dollar Shave Club. Check out Dollar Shave Club's holiday gift selection right now at dollarshaveclub.com slash vine. LaCroix, LaCroix Sparkling Water is available nationwide. For a full list of retailers, visit www.lacroixwater.com. Noom, what do you have to lose? Visit noom.com slash vine to start your trial today. That's noom.com slash vine, the last weight loss program you'll need. And thanks to learn more about things underwear that absorbs your period, visit periodbetter.com and use our special code vine to get $10 off your first pair. Drinking less has given me so much more. Hi, I'm Mike and I built Monument, an online treatment platform for those looking to change their relationship with alcohol. Monument is affordable, customizable, and entirely online so you can make progress on your own terms. I know firsthand how hard changing your drinking can be and how stressful times can make it even harder. To support our community during this time, Monument is offering free virtual therapist-led support groups to anyone, anywhere, looking to control their drinking. Visit joinmonument.com to learn more. You got this.